Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Resurrecting the Mind, Body, and Soul podcast. Today we jump into the SAD diet, the standard American diet. How did that get started and what can we do about it? Enjoy. Welcome back everybody to the Resurrecting the Mind, Body, and Soul podcast. With Brian and Debbie Godowski. Today we're going to be jumping into the standard American diet, the SAD diet. The SAD diet, yes. There's a lot of hard conversations that need to be happening about that. Uh, Mom, I think you're going to lead the way on this one. What would you like to start off with? I think a good place is just to recap a little bit about last week's episode. Um, So... That focus was intermittent fasting. And um, what do you think a couple of key takeaways from that episode were? Uh, I would have to say, you know, if you do end up starting intermittent fasting, I think two of the biggest things that you really got to focus on is protein and exercise. You know, if you're doing the intermittent fasting, you got to make sure you're exercising. That way you can teach your body or train your body to know that it's not okay to use your muscle as energy. You want to train your body to use that fat as energy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also protein, what can you say about protein? Well, what I've learned about protein is it's one of the most uh, important things we can do for our body, especially as we age. Um, because what happens is as we age, our bodies cannot uh, metabolize the protein the way it used to. And so not only do we need protein as we age, we need more protein. Um, And we start losing muscle mass when we're in our 30s. Um, As we advance in age, um, I I learned that around 50, we start losing about 3% of our muscle strength every year. And that's very, very uh, uh, problematic. And um, also, even if someone is not interested in intermittent fasting, um, those two principles are gonna give you a better chance of a, a better quality of life and longevity because you have to have the protein whether you do intermittent fasting or not. Oh yeah, of you course. Know, yeah, and you have to you have to do strength exercises. You Absolutely. Can't, you can't just you know walk around the park, which is great cardio, but you have to build those muscles. And you, why don't you just briefly explain what happens when with muscles when we when we exercise? Yeah, when we exercise, you know, you're breaking down the muscle fibers, and when that happens the body's going to use that protein to build it back up stronger. So when you're, you know, on consistently exercising, breaking down that muscle, you're going to be improving that muscle. You're going to be making that muscle stronger. So I think, I think, Bud, with that recap of last week, I think um, our topic today, our discussion today is a great segue, or intermittent fasting is a great segue into, into this. Um, and so... Um, with that, we're going to be talking about the uh, standard American diet. Yes. And um, I, I did just a little search on that just to see what would come up. 
and immediately it starts talking about um, we Americans don't get enough fruits and vegetables. We don't get enough um, quality food and nutrients that we need. Even it's it's declined even from when our grandparents, you know, my grandparents were were around, and mm-hmm. um, and so I think most people realize that. I think most people deep down know that you know if they need to be eating more vegetables, eating more fruits. Um, so I think what would be helpful today is to accept that and and just say that's that's where we're starting from and let's kind of take a look at um how we got here right um which is just um it it, it's a really really heartbreaking scary and infuriating story and why do you feel the need that to talk about it I feel the need to talk about it, Bud, because I, uh, I, in observing um, my loved ones, your loved ones, as as they get older, um, not having the information um, about good health, good nutrients, good diet, um, has significantly impacted their quality of life Mm -hmm. and so it's that end of the spectrum but probably closer to my heart are our children Mm -hmm. and what has happened is um, our food industry and this has been you know happening for you know the last 50 years they what happened was the discovery of um, taking corn and highly processing it and you can use that um, for products that are cheap and um, like plentiful. What, like what kind of products? Um, one, so oils so, and that's one of the things, you know, I'd love to talk about today are the uh, different oils that we have and just highly processed stuff, even, you know, wheat, all of those highly processed things. Um, I think a good conversation it, to have is, all right, so how does highly processed food and let's call them seed oils and and the corn you know including corn oil canola oil vegetable oil um how is that damaging our health and what types of foods would you point to that have most of those in the in the ingredients well i think it's pretty easy to find um if you just go in a grocery store and you look at the rows and rows and rows and rows of boxed so-called foods, mm-hmm. they're in there. If you shop in the vegetable department and the fruit department and the meat department, they're not in there. Right. It's just, yeah. it is what it is. You yeah. don't have a list of an in- ingredients on it. That's right. And, and what does that mean it is? Is that called a whole food? Yep. Yeah, so... 
And I, and I think this makes sense to most people is that, yeah, it's healthier to eat whole foods. Right. You know, that I don't think anybody would argue that. But um, I think the conversation that would be helpful to have is, again, how did we get here? And, mm -hmm. and it's, it's been um, a lot of deceit. It's been a lot of lies um, from the food industry. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And mm -hmm. you look at these boxes of stuff and, you know, beautiful advertising that they're healthy, you know. Um, low fat. Low fat, even Ooh. organic. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean anything right. when it's in a box. And so let's, let's educate ourselves about that. You know, let's yeah. say, okay, um, I want to do better. Um, so, you know, how do I start? And that's one way to start is to, to learn about these ingredients and what they do. And um, one of the, the, worst, the worst ones in my mind from what I've read so far is uh, high uh, fructose, fructose corn syrup. It's just, and the reason is, and, and it has to do with chemistry um, and it's, it's, the, it's the chains of that and how the body processes that. The only organ in the body that can process high fructose corn syrup is the liver. Mm -hmm. Our cells cannot even accept that ingredient. Wow. Yeah, so it has to go to the liver. And the percentage of food that that ingredient is in is staggering. You're talking ketchup, you're talking salad dressings, you're talking mayonnaise, you're talking barbecue sauce, you're talking cocktail sauce, every single thing like that that we love and taste great. Right. Look at the ingredients. And what I did, one of the first steps I did when I started this journey is I went in our pantry and went in our fridge. Anything that had that in there, I threw it out and replaced it with another product that did not have that ingredient in it. So when you say it can only be processed through the liver, why is that bad? It taxes the liver. So what happens is that your liver takes that and it's turning it into fat. And so you keep doing that and your liver's gonna get full of fat and that leads to non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Okay. And so you have this ingredient that is in like a huge percentage of our food and you eat it and your body can't use it. And, um, and, and that high fructose corn syrup is linked. It is now linked to type two diabetes, obesity, Alzheimer's, and many uh, heart disease. Mental disorders. Mental disorders. Um, it, it's just, and they, they're getting away with it. I think that's what infuriates me so much is they're getting away with it. These and do, is it just, so it's the standard American diet. Is that the same in other countries or do they have kind of a different diet or lifestyle? They used to, but you know, you, you read all the time that our fast food um, um, places are now in they're other countries. They're making their way over They're there. making their way and, and you can read about the decline in health of these people since 
those fast food stores, restaurants um, got there. So it's across the board. It's it's across the board. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were to say there's some steps that people can take to, you know, take on this challenge of eliminating that from their diet, what would you say the first step would be? I think the first step, it, it has to be um, education. And, and even more than that is you have to accept the fact that this is a problem. And um, I think we have to start saying, no, no, I'm taking my health back. I'm taking the health of my loved ones back. And um, gonna, you know, and, and that starts with reading ingredients and understanding. And, and another thing, sugar. So the last, the last uh, research I read on this, this is there are over 60 terms that are they're, they're disguising sugar. So you're not going to go on an ingredient label and and it's not going to say, "Hey, there's sugar in here." Right. It, it's just it is just it's Been, appalling. It's under different names. Under 60 different names. But it all wow. does the same harm. Gotcha. And just for people to understand what types of foods would people look at and say, "Oh, there's no sugar in that." But you're telling me, oh yeah, there's tons of sugar in that. What types of food would the, you know, overall population look at mm -hmm. and say there's no sugar in? The, the first or thing not that, know there's sugar in. Right. I think the first thing that comes to my mind, and it's, um, and I don't, I don't even think it's our fault. I think it is the fault of these food manufacturers, and it's, um, it's a juice. So, you know, uh, a a parent that wants to, you know, provide good nutrition for their kids, and and it's a real, you know, priority. They're going to go and they're going to say, okay, we're going to get some juice. We're going to have some orange juice for breakfast yeah. this morning. Some apple juice. And some apple juice and some fruit juice and and um, if it if it were only that simple. But what happens is when you uh, when they make juice. They're extracting the juice, which is fructose, right? And all the fiber does is you know it, it's it's depleted. And so, if you eat an apple, it's got fiber, it's got other nutrients in it. Um, and so, when your body processes that, first of all, with, because of the fiber, it takes longer to enter your bloodstream, right? And then it it also is pulling all the other nutrients out of there. Yeah, so, when you're you know throwing down some fruit juice, it's almost like you're injecting your your veins with sugar. It is, yeah. it is, and and it's just it's just a tactic, you know that that we fall in pre, fall in prey to, and yeah. and if you take that same apple and you make juice out of it, mm -hmm. um, you know it's a completely different process. Right, it's it's a product, and so. Um, even even with that, you if you look at labels and different, let's let's take apple juice, um, let's make that our our target here. Yeah. Um, there are some that have a lower sugar content than mm -hmm. others, and so you know look at that. But yeah. compare it, you know, comparatively, 
it, it, it's across the board. You, it, you would be shocked. I think once people start looking at this, mm -hmm. I was, I was, I was appalled. Right. And so that product, you know, is I, I think is the number one that um, think that they're doing, you know, a, a good thing. And yeah, because when you're asking your kids, you know, what do you want to drink? They're gonna say, oh, I don't want water, I want something with flavor. So, okay, I'm gonna give you something healthy. Here's some apple juice, mm -hmm. here's some orange juice, here's some grapefruit, grape juice. Yeah. You don't even think twice about, you know, oh, I'm just handing them straight sugar. Right, right. And, you know, take that scenario and, and take the scenario of a parent or a grandparent or even an adult and say, okay, all right, I, I get it now. I get that this juice is not necessarily the healthiest thing for me, so what am I gonna do? So um, one thing that you can do is start adding water to it mm -hmm. and, and start diluting it until you can adjust or the child can adjust. And and I think it's it's good to have those kind of conversations with kids too. Mm -hmm. and, and we're gonna do this and this is why. So right. they start understanding this whole process. Right. And um, so, um, as an adult, I think just knowing, so maybe maybe pass on the orange juice. Yeah. You know? Um, and then I think um, some other things, so another big thing that we've been led to believe um, are, is, is healthy, are cereals. Yeah. You know, look at the ingredients on cereal and um, select, if, if you have to go that route for a while, select ones that have lesser ingredients and don't have you know things in there you can't pronounce and then also if it's got dye in there you got to be really careful of that right. they're linking a lot of that to um uh ada or um, adhd yeah they're linking that and and uh all kinds of stuff so and and this is just not us being holier than thou this is the research right you know so um, you know, cereals, you know, obviously a popular choice for children and adults. I myself included in that, or used to be included in that. What would you say are some good alternatives, you know, to get get off the cereal or switch up the cereal? I think that you have to start replacing with um, healthier things such as maybe nuts. I know. Um, if you're gonna do, if you're talking something for breakfast, you know, that switch from being, you know, the addiction to, to sugar and the crunchiness of it, you've gotta find something that your kids um, are gonna eat. You've gotta find something that, that, you know, as an adult, you're gonna eat. And if you're, if you're needing that crunch, which I do, I love, I love the crunch, and, and that's where I'll have, you know, nuts. Yeah, you know, or see, you can in seeds as well. So, j kind of in the transition that is happening in in y'all's house, what suggestion would you have for that whole cereal thing? Yeah, so I was on the cereal train. I would have a bowl of healthy, quote unquote, cereal after dinner every single night. And after this information that you've been passing on to me, you know, I I knew I know I needed to make a change, so I switched to. Uh, yogurt, Greek yogurt, 
or some keto yogurt, you know, high protein, no sugar yogurt for my sweet. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I needed that crunch as well, so I found that grape nuts were a great alternative to, you know, high sugar granola or cereal. So I was getting mm-hmm. the best of both worlds with the gr- with the uh, grape nuts and mm-hmm. the yogurt. And I was also adding on my protein intake that I was that was necessary that, you know, for my protein overall mm-hmm. for the day. Yeah. So that was a great alternative and switch for me. And along with that. You know, Addie and Noah both, you know, fell in love with the yogurt as well. They're not 100% on the yogurt train <laughs> yet, but they're getting there. Yeah, and I think that's important to say is is it the transition, it does take a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, you know, one of the things that I think would be good to talk about are what have been some of the challenges that we have encountered in trying to make this switch. Oh, yeah. And, you know, for me, one of the biggest things was I am not a cook, and I never have enjoyed it. I just, I can follow a recipe, but, you know, some people can go into a kitchen, and they just, that's their happy place. and Throw something together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's not me. And so that's been a, a real challenge because... Um, If you have to follow a recipe and you have to have all these ingredients to make that recipe, that's a roadblock for me sometimes. Yeah, I mean, that means a trip to the store, walking down multiple aisles. Yeah, and and what I have found is helping is I've found a few things that we really like that are healthy, Mm -hmm. and I try to keep those ingredients um, around. and, And, you know, if it's meat, like, as an you know for an example we like this uh, chicken recipe and so I bring the chicken breast home I go ahead and cut them in half and freeze them Mm -hmm. you know for the number of servings so it's always there right Um, and then just just other healthy things as far as vegetables I mean that's just gonna take a few trips to the store right you know and and that's just part of it but I think um, you know, that, that's been one of my biggest challenges. And then another thing um, that is challenging are the cravings. You know, I cannot say no to a nice big fat bowl of tortilla chips. Right. I just, it, it's, it's my weakness. Yeah. And I've gotten much, much better. Um, but like Dad and I went to a restaurant last night and what did I have? my weight in tortilla chips. And so, you know, I know today I've got to, you know, get myself in gear and and, and uh, counter that. <laughs> right. But um, that's, that's another thing that made me furious, Bud, is to find out that food companies actually hire food scientists and their job is to take a product to, they call it, the bliss point. Right. And it is the point that they know will cause addiction to that product. Oh yeah, you're gonna get a huge dopamine hit every time it mm-hmm. hits your mouth. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I, you know, who, who knew that these food companies, I thought I thought these food companies, you know, their boxes say healthy. Yeah. You know, they, I thought they were out for, but they're not, they're out to make a profit. They're a business. Of course. And so that has been a challenge. And I think another challenge is just 
having support um, and people in your tribe, yeah. you know, wanting to be go in the same place. Absolutely. And and that that has been that that can be a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the biggest challenges, or probably the biggest challenge for us, is our schedule and just the busyness of, you know, young kids, two full-time jobs, you know, all the things that we're doing, everything. You know, when it comes time to eat, if there's not something in the fridge ready to be cooked, it's time to, oh, what are we going to order tonight? And, you know, there's not, if there is any healthy options, you know, through ordering something and have it, having it delivered. So that's our biggest challenge mm -hmm. for sure. You know, mm -hmm. we are on a f two, three weeks at a time. We'll go on a good healthy spree as far as the nutrition and food intake goes. But then somebody will get sick or someone has to go somewhere. Or it, it just, yeah, it just throws off the schedule, throws off the routine. And, but I, I can tell you, during those times where, where we are, are on a good streak, the unhealthy stuff does not sound good. Yeah, yeah. Only the stuff that's good for you really, you know, your body starts craving it more and more. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you just said is, is so important because it's part of how did we get here. <clears throat> and our lifestyles are so busy now. Mm -hmm. and, and it is hard, I, I, you know, to, to throw together a, a good healthy meal and, and sometimes you're just in that situation where you have to grab some food. Yeah. And um, I think that that is, you know, one of the biggest challenges um, that every, you know, as a whole, everybody faces. And so it's kind of like, all right, where do we go from here? You know, right. that kind of puts us at that place right now. And, and I think what I would say is just start with reading ingredients mm -hmm. and 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 know that there are certain ingredients that are there and that that are in everything almost you know if it's a box and it's not helping your health or the health of your children and i think i think this is a, the start of the conversation and mm -hmm. and it's like again let's like no enough is enough Right. And um, it's like, where are you going to stop the cycle? Right. You know, and, and we need to stop the cycle now. Absolutely. Because the rate of obesity and type 2 diabetes is at an all-time high. And even sadder is that it's now affecting children at a younger and younger. I, I was reading that um, they are now, they have seen some cases of uh, three-year-olds with type 2 diabetes. That is strictly uh, caused from diet. Oh, yeah, there's no know? question. And not to blame, I mean, Lord knows, I mean, I, I am the last one to point fingers. I look back at what I fed you and Amanda, <laughs> and it's like, holy cow, you know, how, do you remember the blue cabinet? Oh, yeah, that's where all the good stuff was. I had, we had this blue cabinet in our kitchen and I thought I was being such a great mom that by being the the queen of junk food the queen of snacks and yeah <laughs> if I had known then I loved I, that blue cabinet I'm sure you did <laughs> so did your friends yeah <laughs> 
But I think... Yeah, I, that was the first thing they went to when they came over. What do you got here? Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you have in here this week? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, I think our goal today is, is like, okay, let's, let's start these conversations. Let's, let's first educate ourselves. Let's admit there's a problem, and then you have to decide individually um, how committed, you know, how far are you going to go into this, and what results do you need to see, and because this, uh, along, you know, with, with IF, how IF can change your life, um, so can changing your diet and, and what, you, what you eat and just educating yourself. Um, yeah, going along with that, that when we covered a lot today. Is there one thing that someone can start doing today to start you know, making that change, one thing? I would say with all my heart, throw out anything that has high fructose corn syrup in it. Okay. And um, there are great alternatives. There's, uh, you know, plug for Primal Kitchen. <laughs> you know, they don't sponsor us, but you hey, know, we'll take it. <laughs> but we'll take it. Um, yeah, I I have substituted um, all our mayonnaise, our um, salad dressings, our ketchup. It's uh, good stuff too. Yeah, yeah. it is. It, I it, would tell you if it wasn't right, and it might. It's going to taste a little bit different. Um, because it doesn't have the sugar in it, right. but it's still a good product. And so um, I would say today, go in, and, and if you're not gonna throw it out, at least take everything out of your fridge and, and, and your pantry and put it on the counter that has high fructose corn syrup. Just take, you know, may, maybe you're doing a great job in this, mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 you know, more power to you, but I certainly wasn't. I had to, I ended up having to throw out half our food, and did I feel guilty about that? No, I didn't. Because you wouldn't you wouldn't want anyone else to have it. No, no, and and so, um, yeah. Let's start with that. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed that. I hope y'all got something out of that. Me too. Me too. We're really coming at this with just every every bit of our soul in our heart and we really really want to be a voice um, we really want to be able to bring information to you guys um, you know through what we're learning what we're researching because this is our passion um, and so we put a lot of time in this and we know not everybody has time so maybe with our little tidbits here and there um, by the way my uh, blog I on intermittent fasting I finally published that yesterday, and I, I really, really put my heart and soul into that. So check that out at www.sharingthehealth.net. Yeah, I can't wait to check that out. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, okay. we'll see you next week. Love, Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of our podcast. As always, if y'all want to join in on the conversation, please don't hesitate to reach out to either of us. We would love to hear from you and we would love to hear feedback or any questions that y'all may have. Love y'all.